Forward Thinking with Raj Gandhi, Episode 1, Sharing Insights on Prominent Roles. Raj Gandhi is a former boardroom director with an expertise in finance, treasury, governance and risk. He runs GGV London, offering consulting, mentoring and coaching to board members. His clients range from family-owned businesses to multinational companies. In this series of Forward Thinking podcasts, Raj will be talking about the roles and responsibilities of the key board members. How can they bring their expertise to bear to drive a company forward, especially in times of crisis, challenge and change? In the first episode, Raj explains his reasons for this series. I suppose the main one for me is this ability to think forward. Throughout my career, I've always found it easier to ask the right questions if I think forward ahead. Two things that come in very prominently in that in that concept is think forward, anticipate. And the second one is think risk, good risk and bad risk. What can happen which is going to be good for us and perhaps not so good. And if you start thinking in those areas and if you start using all the competencies that you've developed, then it tends to take one person to ask the right questions, I think. I feel that the Forward Thinking series is really about empowering senior directors and business people to have a real shift in the mindset. And everything I've done in the past has come to that conclusion for me. It's something we'll look at later in the series, but I I should imagine it's probably quite easy to get caught up in the moment firefighting the immediate problem and and losing sight of that forward planning. Oh absolutely and I think it requires any person in that moment as you say to pause and not to have a knee-jerk reaction. So as an example to that uh, when there is a crisis start with the question what crisis and I think once you actually dig a bit deeper into the magnitude of what the issue is at hand and you pause and think it really makes you come up with a response that's going to be quite a superior response than doing a sort of a Q&A session somewhere you know. Throughout this series we're going to be looking at the roles of different directors and different positions on the board. What's your rationale for looking at it that way? Well that's a really good question and I think Uh, one can't be an expert in all areas of business and commerce and if you take my credentials first and foremost I'm a financial person I'm a qualified accountant who's always worked in commerce and so my expertise is in finance and then having worked with some very large multinationals across energy uh, hedge funds retail sectors financial services I think it's become increasingly important over the past years to have a good grip on corporate governance. And if I put all that into a pot and then I also look at my experience which is in finance, auditing, treasury management, risk and governance, then it is only right that I should focus on those jobs that have those remits, if you like. And and that to me is something that I've been doing um, certainly in the past 10 years or so where I've been doing leadership programs and the people I've attracted have been coming from those disciplines. I've had CFOs, CEOs, I've had uh, non-executive directors that I've trained, I've had corporate treasurers and risk managers and, and they all are quite keen to listen to what I have to say because everything I'm saying 
has a real forward-thinking base and it's got a practitioner angle to it. We're going to be talking about touch points. What do you mean by that? A lot of senior leaders and senior managers don't really have the appetite to spend a lot of time listening to people, perhaps go about an area that is all too familiar to them. What they really want to get to very quickly is what are the essential points that will help me to do my job better or can help me to learn if I'm doing it correctly already or perhaps benchmark to best practice. So when I'm mentoring or delivering leadership programs, I'm finding that the key attendees have some very clear takeouts in mind. And so when they come to a program in the morning, I ask, what are your reasons for attending? And it's a very clear line of thinking that I can see that there are certain very experienced people out there who know precisely what they want out of the day, if you like. And so for me, it's only right that I share those aspects with a wider audience. One of the best comebacks I ever heard was someone who said, you know, I've got 30 years experience. And the reply was, no, you've got one year's experience and it's 29 years old. So, I mean, there's, there's always room for us to learn, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. And I think if we look at how the world of finance and business has evolved and is evolving currently, you can see that it's always on an upward curve. So we hear words like agility, digital, knowing your customer better, customer experience, online experience. That all tells you that anyone in a boardroom or in a senior role has to be quite nimble and ultimately deliver what the customer wants. And that requires serious thought about the company's operating model as well as the business model. So in other words, how we do things currently operationally and business-wise is the model still fit for purpose? What about our mission statements? How we execute what we plan to do? The vision doesn't change that dramatically, uh, but I think the mission statement is really about how we do things better. That's an important thing to remember. So what themes will we be hearing emerging from this series? I think the themes will be very much centered around uh, the forward-thinking perspective and in particular current and emerging risks. And I think it's important that once we have a handle on that, then we decide what processes, what operating model we need to deliver in order to meet stakeholder expectations in a risk-assured manner. And quite target-driven because one of the failings of strategic thinking is that people find it difficult to actually figure out how to monitor and feedback on a strategy. And that's mainly not because the strategy is not written, but it's not executable. And, and one of the best things that finance teams can do is to give ideas on how to measure and monitor critical success factors. You've got a lot of experience in leadership, training, mentoring mm -hmm. and consulting to directors right across the world. What similarities or differences do you see? The issues that I've, I see across UK boardrooms are very much to do with uh, talent management. It's about to do with having good leadership skills and having a real grip on corporate governance. And if I think about all the experiences I've had working or delivering programs or mentoring senior management in Africa, in Asia, Australia, Singapore, for example, in Europe, the theme is exactly the same. And so there is more in common than 
not in common, if you like. But of course, it depends on which part of the world you are. You may be on the Western world, where perhaps you've got a lot more developed infrastructures and processes which enable your teams and your company to work in a much more proactive manner. Perhaps in other parts of the world, that level of service is not available and perhaps they need to rely much more on learning best practices from other parts of the world. It may be as simple as there may be not enough electrical supply to have very good access to continuous systems perhaps, or perhaps the customers don't have the ability to shop as well as they do in certain Western parts of the world. And so the focus tends to be different, but in terms of solutions, management solutions, they tend to be very similar. Well, that's our introduction to this series of podcasts. What do you want people to take away from this first episode? I think the biggest thing is a change in mindset. Let's think into the future. Let's forward think. Let's think risk. And then think about asking the right questions around that. So it's incumbent upon leaders to get that level of thinking right across the business. The journey starts with strategy. Get your strategy right and make sure it's easy to remember and it's understood across the organization. Key performance indicators are a very straightforward metric which really cries out for context. And so if if somebody says this is the KPI, well, the boardroom can say, well, so what? And I think we need to benchmark it to something else. Perhaps This is our KPI, this is our profit before tax, and this is how it compares to the sector. Well, that's a much more powerful way of looking at KPI. But if you think about critical success factors, that's a step above KPI. This is saying, what do we need to do to enable the KPIs to happen? And so this is a much more broad-ranging metric. So I would certainly encourage boardrooms to think forward, think risk, think critical success factors, and then require feedback on their monthly management information as to whether we're on track with this strategy. And I think they should make a huge change to running an organization. Raj Gandhi was talking to Andrew Vincent. You can find out more on Forward Thinking in the Boardroom by visiting ggvlondon.com. In episode two, Raj talks about the high achieving board. If we look at the failures, high profile failures in recent times, then it really points to lack of proper leadership in the boardroom. So what does that mean? It really means that we need to have a distinction between accountability and responsibility.